Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Nikes Blue Jays fans, what a crazy week in Blue Jays baseball it has been. I am your host of Jaybird Watching, Craig Borden. Jason Lyons joining me this evening. Jason, how things out your way on the West Coast? Uh, beautiful day out here today. Um, it's been a tumultuous week. Yesterday, we had pretty much any piece of weather you could possibly have thrown at us. We had snow, we had hail, we had rain, thunder, and lightning. So um, wow. nice to see the sun come out today. It's supposed to be a couple of more spring-like days as we get our baseball rolling uh, in Lynn Valley here. And, uh, you know, as we all know, baseball is rolling heavily forwards, you know, on the global scale um, and no shortage of things to to chat about. Yeah, and especially at Blue Jays land, we have no shortage because um, I'm sure many people might be in the same boat as you and I, Jason, and where we're really trying to evaluate this team after, you know, now 11 games as we're gearing up for game 12 this evening against the Detroit Tigers on Vladdy bobblehead day. Good luck, Ken, just saying. <laughs> Ken happens to be at the ball game tonight. That's why it's down to a two-man skeleton crew today, and I'm sure the rest of the people wondering where Ari Shapiro might be. Um, Ari is stuck at work <laughs> so here we are so we're gonna have a few beers we're gonna hang out and we're gonna talk some blue jays baseball on J- the official podcast at jaystrill.com your blue jays bar room chat so make sure you join us on those comment boards i see you all coming in already please message us and let us know what's going on so we can chit chat about what you specifically would like to talk about in blue jays baseball so jason this team starts off the year six and ten Oh, no, sorry. Out of 10 games, six and four. Sorry, dyslexic. Haven't had enough beer to get into my rhythm yet. So how much fun are you having with what should be a successful road trip right now? Well, I mean, for me, I I watched every game, um, not in completion, but I certainly watched all the Jays in 30s that we couldn't see. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, exciting baseball. Holy man. Oh, like. You know, it's it's one of those things to harken back to the days of what doesn't matter what how many we get down, we're going to go up. Um, Correct. And I think that the the pitchers for the first little while can sort of rely on that. They can rely on on the team hitting them out of their issues. Um, But I don't know if any of us on this or any other cast or any other at all, you know, Blue Jays supporting cast 
um, thought that the pitching was going to be our biggest issue um, yeah, right. the first, you know, the first road trip. And I understand a roadie is hard. That's that long to start the season. I mean, you, you want to have at least one, you know, from the friendly confines of your own barn, but then, you know, Manoa gets to start at home and it was really close to going off the rails in a massive way. I mean, your best friend and, and now best friend of the show, Kevin Kiermeyer, is putting on an absolute show. Like, I mean, yes, this guy even gives us 50% of what he's given us in the first 10 games. He's going to be one of the steals of the year. Um, yes. You know, so for me, it's it's the baseball's exciting. Um, I don't love bad pitching, but I do like the fact that Manoa came back yesterday and really battled. But I would say, you know, Barrios looked bad. Um, it, there's lots of them looked bad. And then Gosman had a really nice comeback uh, outing. Um, but overall, you know, the pitching, I feel like they're, they're, they're trying to get used to the clock. They're trying to get used to some things changing. Um, what's his name's got to get that pitch thing off his glove. That has to end. That's, that's got to go. That experiment, in my opinion, has also failed. Yeah, they that just point, won't it, let it happen. It's got to be done. So yeah, that's my take is, you know, and, and I feel like, I feel like they're having fun. I feel like this is where we want them to be. We want big smiles. We want, you know, Kiermaier jumping out of the Dougie after he hits his home run only to, to watch, um, um, to barely another, celebrate and come back. Yeah, another one go out of the yard. So, I mean, it's, it's fun baseball. Is it sustainable? Probably not. But the hope is, is that the pitching would come around to sort of, um, butt end some of that. Oh, and Matt Chapman, who is this guy? Like, I player mean, of the week Matt Chapman seriously <laughs> like I mean I know that when we got him there was a lot of talk about him being you know potentially the best defensive uh, third baseman in the game um mm -hmm. but I mean you know we I don't know that we ever expected this did we correct no, I didn't expect it this well I've always known he has this kind of talent in his bat because we already knew what he could do with the leather but oh my god he's got a high batting average he's matching home runs doubles just looking like exactly what this team and to that point Shire is rewarding him this evening is I don't know if you've seen the lineup card yet today he's batting cleanup tonight no Ooh. more of this fifth spot stuff so he is circumvented Varsho. They are now four or five instead of. Wow. Around. Wow. Well, I mean, that's awesome. And I mean, you know, Vladdy has struck out once all year. Like, is that even, a <laughs> I think he's up to three total oh, for the okay. whole year after last night. But to that point, you can see how frustrated he was during the whole over last night. He was just missing the barrel on yeah. a couple of yeah. just yeah. really lumbering up and joining the hit parade. But we'll talk about all that in the foam opener here shortly. I want to focus on the road trip just a little bit because last week when we finished this podcast, we were just wrapping up in Kansas City. So there was only one more game left in Kansas City and two true Cedo ball level the Blue Jays win a series in Kansas City and solidify that with a three to one you know games over the uh, Kansas City Royals that was a team we should have been doing that too so mission accomplished and like we like you said were things perfect in KC it looked better outside of the five to nine loss to kick off the series but everything looked like it was heading back into the right direction where I would be a little bit more comfortable with where we stand Jason <laughs> but then things go I would say equivalent a home opener game, <laughs> or I mean the the season opener game, just kind of off the rails and crazy. Yeah. We saw full version of Mike Trout in Los Angeles during the closing of this road trip. The last three games, Mike Trout was a one man wrecking crew offensively against the Blue Jays over the weekend and really showed off his stuff. Shohei still getting the things going, but still he's Shohei So he's going to do these things. 
but you have a four to three win, a five to nine loss, and then somehow eking out a 12 to 11 win to carry some momentum back to your home opener. Wrap me in through some of those thoughts that you had in the midst of where we went in that series, because that, that is the level of just crazy, especially the game uh, this past Sunday. Yeah. I I mean, I think one of the biggest things, and I mean, I I think this, this is something that I see as being very positive. Like I coach a lot. And one of the things I'm always trying to impress on these kids is that you're never out of a game. And that's what the, the 12, 11 game was. They were never Ever, they never gave up, you know, another home run. Now yeah, well, we're, we're going to go mash another home run. Oh, we're going to go mash. So, yep. I mean, it's the resiliency that they showed, uh, like just watching that game and, and watching it go along and watching nobody hanging their heads. Even the pitchers that were getting smashed up, they weren't coming smashed. to the bench and hanging their heads and, and kicking rocks and throwing things over. They came in, they looked like they had a positive out and you could see they were talking. And I think this, speaks hugely to something that I mentioned last week, which is Don Mattingly. And I don't know if you've watched how often Don Mattingly is going and talking up and down the bench. And when Chapman hit that home run, the other, the grand slam, he comes in, he does his high fives and he immediately goes up and puts his arms on the bar like this, right beside Mattingly. And they're just like this. I mean, chirp, chirp, chirp back and forth. (laughs) Mattingly is putting out information and the Jays are just eating it up by giant spoonfuls and you know I, I have to give him credit for a guy who you know who who's pl- who played a lot of baseball a lot of important baseball sometimes that doesn't translate like i find baseball mm-hmm. players certainly translate into much better coaches than uh, hockey players do you know like there's been the gretzky experiment and a few others yeah. that really haven't worked out very well but you take a guy like don mattingly who's who's a, an amazing baseball player and just you just watch him sit there, you know, like the old man on the hill. And when the young bucks come in, he's got nothing but something, you know, something to say to them every time. Um, and I also think, you know, one of the other things I noticed is that, you know, Vladdy's talking more, Bo's talking more, and you can see it on the bench and communication. I don't know if you were, um, if you saw the game the other day, but the ball that was hit over Bo's head that Varsho caught. I mean, oh, yeah. you could hear Kiermaier, you could hear Varsho, you could hear Bo, and then you could hear other players saying off, 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 or, you know, da, da, da. And so communication is key. Yeah. And, and at that high of a level to have the communication that they, they have, I mean, it's, you, you can't, you can't, you, you can't, it's 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 so important to be able to communicate like that and i feel like that's what they've been doing to get those wins now the losses the losses have been weird um you know boots a few balls and there's a few there was a lot of like texas leaguers and then a lot of balls that were hit really hard so the defense is on their heels on their toes on their heels on their toes and the pitching is helping them because the pitchers, pitchers are throwing meatballs. And, you know, so I get it. We've all been there. We've all been there where your pitching's not getting getting the job done. Um, yeah. You would hope at some level that that you can, you have those, the you know, have somebody come out of the pen and help them out. But, um, you know, it's just not, it's just not happening for them right now in those yeah. situations. So it was nice to see Pop. It was nice to see a few of those other guys come out and get some innings in the game yesterday and pitch well. Um you know, today I think it'll be able to be telltale to see what happens in the early going, um, to see mm-hmm. how that uh, the how the um, bullpen reacts because I feel I feel like they've got the nerves out now and they're ready to go. So 
hopefully that's that's what's happening. Yeah. And then with Gossman on the mound tonight, you would hope that, you know, he could write the ship a little bit. There weren't with everything that did go wrong last night, it didn't go as wrong as it could have been. Right. So because they, that could have been a really bad game to the point where they ended up wasting the whole bullpen and had nobody left tonight. Right. And, and it's a close game. Romano didn't pitch last night. So there is that. And so but again, like I said, we'll get into that. You know, Manoa, you know, last night battled. Uh, he did, mm-hmm. you know, after the first inning, he did, he was down on himself. You could see it. He had his arm wrapped up and he was, he wouldn't talk to anybody. And, uh, and then as he started getting those corners and as he started getting some, some pitches and as he got guys chasing his, his off speed stuff off the plate, his confidence comes back around. And I mean, it's Correct. hard for guys who play. There were a couple of pitches even there. It literally looked like he was, you know, and you being a little league coach, you see this kids get out of their situation a little bit and they try to throw darts. You know, they're throwing yeah. it like this more than they're actually getting their whole motion and yeah. throwing the damn ball. So there was a couple pitches that I saw him throwing like that. And I'm like, oh no, that's that's what's going on. It was a pure mechanical meltdown yeah. there for that inning. And you could see it was going on. And to that point, I I'm surprised they stuck with him, but that's the confidence they have in Manoa. Yep. And to that point, I'm very glad they did because you did see some things go in the right direction there to not end on a bad note. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, because the, it ended out almost not a bad note because that last out he threw was about maybe that far away from being a home run, but that's why you stopped. He <laughs> yeah. yeah. was around a hundred pitches anyway. It was needed. At some point you have to rely on your fielders and the, and the Jays have, have an insane defense. And I think that, that just like you said, when the pitchers get out of their own heads, like, and they just realize that if I can just call, you know, create ground balls, I'm, I'm nine tenths of the way there. Cause my infield yeah. is, is going to get me out of most situations, keep the ball out of the air, unless you can keep it in the yard, but that's been their problem. They haven't been able yes. to keep it in the yard. You know, when they make a mistake, it's, it's not, you know, it's not up. It's not away. It's right down main street. And mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a, a very, they're very hittable pitches and the, the opposition is proving, especially Mike Trout, when you throw one down yeah. main street, you better prepared to go take it, pick it up out of the, uh, out of the bleachers. Holy is he good. Oh my God. He is love. Uh, if you've seen that movie, uh, the Zoolander, he is so hot right now. Yeah, he is. He's the Hansel <laughs> of baseball right now. Exactly. So, but to that point, I think we actually have the actual reigning Hansel of the week is Matt Chapman. And let's talk yeah. Matt Chapman, who is the major league baseball player of the week offensively crazy major league baseball week was we had uh, previewed a little bit to Matt Chapman doing everything he humanly possibly can. And to say he's the standout after a week of blue Jays offense, which has been insanely good. We are in outside of home runs in the top 10 of every offensive category in major league baseball right now. And funny enough, this has got to be a first we are leading the majors in batting average right now. Yeah, I know. And I mean, some of those games have been so nuts where, you know, like, like our show and, and, and Kiermaier and, and, you know, Vladdy, they're going three for four and you don't even notice it. Like by the end of the game, six for George Springer on opening night, (laughs) you're looking at the stat line and you're like, wait a second, he got on six times and you're like, or or five times or four times. What? And I believe my exact quote of a few weeks ago during, uh, I think it was actually during the 12, 11 win was kind of Kiermaier has four RBIs. What year is this? Yeah. 
<laughs> so it was that kind of level of fun. But to that point, uh, Matt Chapman looks like he's playing freaking MLB the show right now, video game level of production. And then not to mention doing it with the leather too. So very good stuff. I mean, I also like the fact that, I mean, this kind of goes back to the home opener just for a tick, but to, yep. to see, um, to see the fans welcome Kiermaier and Varsho and, and, um, and then to, to just hear the, the, when he, you know, he's catching balls and there's just adulation out in the, out in the field. And it, it's nice to see the, the building seem alive and, and all the rest of it, but you know, oh, like plenty of lying. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, like you were saying, though. I mean, to see some of these guys perform, you know, the first time with a new team, never having yep. been traded, or if they have been traded, it was you know they they had a cup of coffee wherever they were. They didn't have roots, and yep. you know, and then Kiermaier. I don't know if you saw last night, but he said this is the you know this is the start of 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 you know pushing for the end. And yes. I'm like, wow, that's serious. It's not just him saying that. That is the the Schneider mantra from this early spring training speech that finally leaked out some of the words, right? Uh, Yeah. We are no, we are no longer a good team. We are going to be a great team, right? (laughs) And they are putting that up. And uh, the fact that you have seen the pitching slouch and yet everybody's picking up each other and we're still one of the better teams in baseball when you're looking at this right now. So I think the last MLB Power rankings had us at six or five. Yeah. Ballpark. Mm-hmm. So, and that's obviously, there's a lot going on, including the team that we're going to preview here going toward that still hasn't lost a damn baseball game. <laughs> so, uh, it, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> like who would have, who would have, who would have ever thought that? I mean, the Rays are a good team, but I, I, I've, I've only seen highlights. I haven't seen any yeah. of the actual. Games. We're going to talk specifically to that. And I have some interesting things that we're going to talk about here. Cause like I said, they are coming. <laughs> we're going to have to deal with them this week. <laughs> so anyways, so let's put a bow on the road trip. Like I said, we ended up going six and four for the road trip. What in your opinion was the biggest issue throughout the weekend there? And I think you already touched on it. Just, is there any individual performance that stuck out or is it in your opinion, the pitching starting wise and even bullpen has not been in early season form. It's in, spring training mode a little bit. A little bit. I, I think it's I think it's a matter of confidence. And I think what they have to Correct. the guys have to realize is we have a lot of ground ball pitchers that just need to execute. They need to Correct. stick with the plan. It, it, you know, if they feel like they're missing, I, I've noticed a couple of the strike zones have been pretty tight in some of those games. And um, I always find it interesting when the op- the opposition seems to be able to hit those lines and the the visitors are just off. Um you know, it's, it is what it is. And, and, and they know the, the slant of the mound and the, you know, the dirt's a little different. And I noticed that in, in two of the games in KC, the, the Jays pitcher seemed to be slipping a little bit on the mound. And, and that's yeah. another thing that, you know, you can't account for that. You just got to hope that you can go out and bash. And, and so you're dead on for me. It's, it's confidence in your D it's um, you know, just sticking with your pitches. And if they're not working, being you know man enough to to maybe look into the dugout and and give them the sign like or at least get up and talk to your skip and say hey skip i i don't know if i can keep throwing this curveball yeah like it's just not working um we've got the horses and hopefully Tons of horses. we can communicate as a team and say you know and and, and use that like i think there was a couple of times that they were gonna they're certainly looking to pull manoa and i think that he kept looking in with enough confidence that they were like you know what Let's see if you can swim his way out of this mud hole. And, uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And to that point, like I said, I think that helped because that, they did save the bullpen for an inning or two last night with experimenting and letting him try to run out there and do that. So yes, it was not a great performance, but he is the bulldog of that ro- rotation. Yep. So yep. let him go out there and, you know, some days you're going to get, a, you know, goose egg and some days you're going to get something like that, you know, ace level, which is usually more of the latter for that matter. Um, so to that point, am I worried about Alec Mandela? No, I do think this is a million one other things. I do think even the burrito stuff and all that kind of stuff, I've seen enough good that I'm still very confident that something right is going to happen. I just don't know what's going to happen going forward here in the short term, but I'm not worried about any of those guys really long-term for the season. And I haven't seen anything. Brio scares me the most right now. Um, Correct. He he went into the he goes into the dugout and he doesn't look like he's got confidence. I feel mm-hmm. like he needs to shave that blonde out of his hair. Something just do something to totally change what's going on. Shave the goatee mid mid inning or whatever. Like yeah, Andy Jansen did down into year. the thing and just shave half or something. I don't know. Like whatever you need to do. But yeah, um, he's, fragile, he's fragile right now, and um, a fragile pitcher is a is a, is hunted. You know, like. Yeah. When you when you're walking to the box and you look at that guy and he's you know he's kind of looking left and right and he's like I can't you can see him I can't get a strike call yeah. da, 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 da. you're just ready to hunt like you are ready to feast because you know he's going to throw you a bad pitch in that mix or he's going to walk you you know yeah and and that's what they're all looking for but even I think that's what we really got to Gossman last night you were mentioning or not Gossman on Manoa last night the close calls weren't going his way things go happened. And the Tigers were sit waiting for the perfect pitch. They were chasing nothing for the first three innings. Except and, the first inning. The first yeah. inning, they chased everything. Correct. And they locked it down. <laughs> so, and which is saying a lot for a young team, like, you know, especially when you have Albago on the team, you know, Javi Baez swings at everything. <laughs> everything. So I still think that's his biggest downfall to his game. I really do, but that's a whole nother argument. <laughs> so, but anyways, um, I do want to point out one other thing. Like I said, we go six and four for the road trip, but it could have been a ton worse, Jason. We had three comebacks during that the blue Jays are leading major league baseball at comebacks already. It's for being a mere 11 games into the season. That doesn't terribly excite me. <laughs> no, but it does for me, the one thing that it does do. And I spoke about this earlier is the resiliency. You have to have resiliency in the game of baseball. You are going to give up big innings. You're going to give up innings where just nothing goes right. And it doesn't matter what you do. You can't put a plug in it. You Perfect. have to be able to put that compartmentalize it walk away from it and move on to the next inning. And I feel like for the Jays, this is a long ass season and, you know, to be able to take a a game, you know, game three, game four of the season, when you're 30, 40, 50 games in and have your skip, pull out the tape and be like, guys, look at this. This is when you barely knew each other. This is when, you know, you guys, you guys weren't down on your fundamentals and you guys just went and played raw baseball and you were able to beat, you know, you're able to come back from this deficit. So, I mean, it's a super positive thing going forwards, but I get what you're saying with the, I, I, I love that they had the tools to dig out of that hole, but why did you take it in the first place? (laughs) That's what scares me. You know what I mean? We're, we're, uh, but to that point on the flip side of the coin of this whole thing, let's talk the good from the road trip. And I'm going to throw this one out here first. 
The Blue Jays are leading Major League Baseball in defensive run saves with 13 already this season. And that is for all these wonderful pieces we were just talking about. The KK up the middle, Springer playing an awesome right field, Dalton Varsho playing left and acting like a center fielder and just being something ungodly amazing. The diving catches, all the good stuff going up the middle. There hadn't been a ton of errors outside of what I would say, Boba Shett norms. <laughs> That's besides the point. But everything thing is working perfectly. And then last night, stolen base opportunity. I thought when he took off against Kirk, that that was an easy stolen base. Kirk gunned him down. Yeah. <laughs> and it looked I mean, awesome. I mean, as the father of a catcher, you know, it's one of the things that we pay a lot of attention to. Like when we were watching Sal Perez uh, for the, for the um, Royals, I mean, really? that guy, not only his, you know, does he have a bullet for an arm, but he probably has the best peripheral I've ever seen as a catcher. Like Correct. he can see you stealing, but as you've taken your, just as your feet turn, he's already got you. And they were, you know, they were, yeah, any kind of shit, he's got you. And, you know, the thing with Kirk is he is, he's, he's a very athletically talented for his body style, shall we say. Correct. And, but what he does do is he really uses what he's got in an unbelievable positive way. Like that home run last night, like what was that? A half a swing maybe. And it, you know, like, well, just like I told you, I saw him freaking basically chopping down trees with baseball in West Virginia when he was in the minor leagues. Yeah, it's, it's, the guy's a monster. Danny Jansen has fallen off a cliff, unfortunately. Um, but his, I think that runs out eventually too, but he's been sick. Defensive catching is so strong. You know, yes. Uh, and it was nice to see Brandon Belt get some hits, you know, for a change. I, I think that, you know, just to see the smile on his face and just be like, get this monkey off my no. back for now. Like, oh, I mean, and by the way, for the Blue Jays fans that were booing him in the ballpark last night, shame on you. Because yeah, that was just, that, it's silly. The guy's here to play baseball and it's how many games into the season. The guy is a near world series MVP at this point, you know, give him yeah. a chance. It's going to be fine. You're not paying him a fortune to be here for one season. Worst case scenario, he gets cut. There was no reason. No, to him. he hasn't lost you any games yet. And so, and then to that point, he put up three hits last night. Yeah. And you forgot and, to and mention, you forgot <laughs> to mention um, from the, even the first 10, the, the whole way through the first 10, I mean, we have been locked down at first base and third base. Vladdy like, is he's lights out. He's so good. Sure thing. I, I don't Even know balls that shouldn't be caught. He caught a couple in that Anaheim series. He I can't remember who threw him, but I, I was like, Oh, Holy God. Is he dead? I mean, it's, okay, it's, good. <laughs> it's so nice to see, you know, like, and to see him get, you know, get his gold glove and then make two really good plays in that game too. Like Correct. anything that's hit close to him, he's getting, and he's beating mm-hmm. fast guys to first, which is, I mean, but then, Chapman, I mean, I feel like he made that one. I don't think you'd call it an error. He just didn't get to the ball. But you could see him after. Like, he looked and he's like, you try and you try and hit one by me again and I'm going to smoke. I'm going to smoke. So, I dare you. Yeah, I dare you. I will dog dare you. <laughs> so, but that, and that's how it is. But to that point, I think as far as the positive takeaway from the last, you know, from our previous episode last week, the defense has been something incredible to watch and that's my single biggest takeaway from the last week in blue jays baseball yeah unbelievable and if they can keep it up even at a even at a 75 percent level i mean 
in two months from now, three months from now, that is so huge when you get into the sixth, seventh inning of a game and you've got a tired reliever and, you know, it's a long road trip and you just need three, you just need three on the ground, you know, and you have to be able to count on all of your infielders to make those plays. You have to be able to count on your outfielders if the balls hit anywhere near them to make a play on it. And I mean, we have to have one of the most feared outfields right now in the whole league. Like, I mean, it's a vacuum cleaner, man. There's no holes. Like, where do you hit it? You have to hit it over the fence or it's getting caught. Correct. Which, as we saw last night in Toronto, that might be easier said than done. (laughs) But anyways, so let put a bow on the road trip here. Biggest good takeaway from the road trip for you. There's there's a bunch. Like I said, Uh, I said defense. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was nope, so overly happy with our show. Like, I mean, really like if I could pick eight guys out of the lineup that I was, su- I was super happy for Bo. I was super happy for Springer. I think Varsho and Kiermeyer are a 50, 50 tie uh, as to, as to me being pleased about how well they played, but Varsho, just the whole package, it, it, you know, it, it's so, it, it's so interesting to me to, you know, he's from a little town outside of, uh, you know, in, in Wisconsin, he went to like a D 14 school. And you know what I mean? Like, I didn't like, even know they played baseball in Wisconsin or the guy who should have <laughs> never made the majors. Not only did he make the majors, but yep. he's showing Excelling. now, you know, and I hope nobody goes back and listens to the old podcast where we were just flabbergasted that we had traded well, for this to that point. If they listen to that, they're going to be very happy because we were all happy with that. It was just one of those things. It was like, wait, who yeah. <laughs> now we're, we're finding out who it's spades. Right? right. And I think that's what I was most happily surprised about was that was how I, I wanted to see him show and prove he looked okay. Yeah. You know, pretty good in preseason, but for him to show and prove under the bright lights, over and over and over and over again, picking his yep. guys up every single time he's up. It's it's like a fireworks show. No one knows it's going to happen. And correct, you know, and it can be so- something as crazy as a butt to get the game moving. And and honestly, that butt was a huge part of the game on Sunday. Huge, crazy, crazy. and it kept the line moving and yep. snuck us. And then he scored. So yeah. it's exactly the kind of down and dirty baseball you need. So if he can get to two, he's scoring. I mean, it, there's just you, all you have to do is hit a sack fly and he's going to challenge home. Also already has two stolen bases. Just he does. Saying. Yeah. So very, very good. I, I'm, I'm very encouraged to see. And then not to mention we have him for two more seasons guaranteed. So just a little bit. Yeah. Just so a- now I'm going to give myself Jason segue points because <laughs> I don't know if you've been reading Blue Jays Twitter and TradeRumors.com and all that kind of stuff before the show. There's a little bit of breaking news going on before the game this evening. Wait, <laughs> Did you see any? News? Did you see any Vladdy information before you? Uh, other than bobblehead crap. <laughs> Which, by the way, stellar bobblehead, and I'm glad that even our guest from last week, Leslie No, tweeted out the fact that she got her prize. <laughs> so, I set. want one. I'm very interested. <laughs> it, could, it could replace a few of the Funko Pops and <laughs> rock and roll paraphernalia transformers behind me. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> I do have a whole room of Blue Jay stuff that's on. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. That's my app. East Wing. In the East Wing, yeah, in my little shack. <laughs> so apparently, it is not just a rumor, but there is confirmed evidence that the Blue Jays have been talking tri- uh, contract extension with Vlad Jr. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Vladdy sort of let the cat out of the bag. He said something. I don't know if it was off cuff or if it well, was. I can't wait to be playing here. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean. I think they're dull, you know, and anyone out there that doesn't think that the Jays are are dead set on signing Vladdy, I think they're out of their minds. Um, I foresee Vladdy playing his whole career as a Jay. I I don't foresee him going anywhere unless it's, you know, really late down the line, a la Ken Griffey or, uh, you know, lots of guys do. But I think they're going to lock Vladdy up for a long time. I feel like they're going to... possibly do the same with Bo, but I think Bo's got a couple of years to sort of, but if I was picking one guy that they were hitching this cart to for a good long time, it's Vladdy. So it's awesome news. Um, I don't want him to go anywhere. Um, He is, I love, I love watching him. He is so much fun. Uh, My kids love watching him. All the kids that, you know, that I coach. So much fun. So much fun. So much fun. You know, like who hits his first home run and before he gets the first base, his helmet's already off. And who knows what happened to it? Like they don't have any footage of him going between first and home and first, but somehow that massive thing of dreads exploded that bucket. It's off. almost like Hanley Ramirez always used to it. He like get halfway through his swing and the thing's already like part of the follow through, you know, <laughs> so, Goose Goss, it's that kind of level, but yeah, yeah exactly. So, but to that point, it, it, it's, it's all the good things. And this news was not just a minor fly out there too. This came from shy WD. So this is legit. They, they were trying. It's possibly going to be breaking news ish in the near future or very soon right now, you know, off season, because maybe they're just laying the groundwork that this is where we're going. Okay, fine. You're paid for this season, $16 million. <laughs> we'll talk about this in the off season. It might be that simple, but at least then it's done and ready to go kind of thing. So, but if it's that simple and everybody's aligned to line up and lock up, fine. Great. I do think this yeah. is going to take a giant truck full of money, but I'm strangely okay with it. You're talking about picking any player in major league baseball to hit your horse to and just keep a part of your team talent. Awesome guy, fun clubhouse person, hard worker. Pick a category. He's got it. All. <laughs> you know, he's got it. He can play D. If you if you need to move him to three, I'm sure he could play three again. I mean, you know, he he can he can hit in crucial situations. He can put the ball out of the yard. He does fifteen of four things you need him to do. 
And Correct. he does it with charisma. Yeah. And I love the fact that he still brings his interpreter out when he can perfectly speak English now. I think it's one of my <laughs> favorite things, especially when he fires off the answer in Spanish. And it's just like, it's so like he just has a breath and it's just boom, boom, boom. And the guy's like, glad he likes to it. To that point, I'm starting to get the, uh, the old gears for Spanish back out of my head and start <laughs> a little bit listening to him during these things. So I can, I've always been able to interpret and hear it better than I can actually say it myself. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, being, you know, from Canada, we, you don't really do Spanish, you French. Yes. And so I've only been to Mexico once, but I was able to, to survive based on the fact that a lot of the verbiage and everything is, is French based, or, you know what I mean? Like the, the languages yeah. are similar in that, but it's, uh, I think it just the whole thing is so much fun, and um, like I said, lock them up for lock them up for as long as you can possibly do it. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, exactly. And to that point, if it's if it, even if it's just the bow thing, just so that we know that it's set money for the next three years, great, fine. But I have a strange feeling this is the big one that the Blue Jays fans have been waiting for. Otherwise, it wouldn't have just slipped from Shite to BD. You know, it would have been rumors from a million one places. It coming from him, there's a level of legitimacy and an expectation that it's not here. It's <laughs> somewhere that locking up a few of those regular free agent years too, not for just sure. an arbitration sure. thing. So anyway. Was curious because, like I said, outside guesstimating that the ballpark of that's going to be to the tune of thirty million dollars, my trot level money, <laughs> you know, it's going to be that kind of thing. So it is what it is. But I am, like I said, there's not a wrong number to me in my head for what Vlad Jr. is worth. So, no. <laughs> so let's talk home opener because that was a hell of a fun time. You have Hazel may wandering around the stands, drinking beers and shit with blue Jays fans. You got all these things going on. The ballpark looks incredible and I can't wait to visit. We had plenty of our friends of the show at the ball game last night. Thank you very much for all the feedback and the tweets and whatnot with all the pictures, everything you all sent out last night. It was very beneficial and greatly appreciated. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to trying that churro up in the, in the park social when I get up there. Cause I think it's like fucking monstrous and amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing. And then the poutine hot dog and stuff they kept showing all these things. It was just, this looks like a brand new ballpark to me. What do you think, yeah. Jason? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing that I saw last night, I mean, the, the home opener was great. The opening, I don't know if you got to watch the opening video and all that stuff. I thought it was a very good one. Sometimes they can drag on and be a little goofy. The crime um, dog was there. The crime dog stuff was unbelievable. <laughs> it was so much fun to watch that. And, to you know, like, I was always a, a Fred McGriff guy. And, it, you know, yep. you think back when you're, you're sort of going through your mental Rolodex of, of as they were talking about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, he did do that. Oh, yeah, he did do that. Oh, yeah, he did do that. <laughs> and you're like, wow, and to that point, my better. first man crush as far as a baseball player goes. So that was yeah. too easy to see Fred McGriff come out and throw out the first pitch. And then the fact that you see Vlad asking him for an autograph. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. It's like the passing only, of the torch level stuff. And the, the like other tear. thing that I thought was super cool, <laughs> you know, for Jay's fans, I mean, it's not going to affect me in any way because I won't be, I'll maybe go there once this year, hopefully. Yeah. But I just noticed that the sight lines, if you saw the pictures from previous to, to now, the sight lines mm -hmm. in the home run area and even some oh. of the side areas are widely improved. And so you can even be, and this is something I've noticed in a few parks I've been to, like Atlanta has unbelievable sight lines. Like if you get up and you want to get a beer and you want to walk and look, you can see the field at every, there's no point where you're walking through somewhere and you can't see what's happening. Seattle's very good for it too. It's a, a stadium where if you want to walk, 
you get you can still watch the whole game as it's going. You can stop. You can put your arms up. You do all that stuff. Yeah. So I feel like there's the Jays, nice convenience pit stop areas. Yes, and I feel like they really killed it with that. The one thing that I found really disappointing last night about the game was the anthem. It was not good. Yeah, <laughs> I can not say that. Um, and uh, how about Kiermaier? Did you just hear him in the in the post game <laughs> NT? And he's like, he goes, the Canadian national anthem could be the best anthem I've ever heard. He's like. Like he goes, I remember the first time I heard it and he's like, it sucked me in. And and I, every time I hear it, I get goosebumps. And I mean, it's just to say this, I'm an American that comes up to how many baseball games a year and does a podcast that I started from Toronto Blue Jays baseball um, go. to that point. It was one of those things that I remember my first time when I was a kid going up there and I'm going, wait a minute, hold on. Their anthem's like awesome sounding and ours is about war <laughs> it's actually it's thought, interesting <laughs> and, you know if you ever want to get out of that association so i can hear where he's going yeah, yeah if you ever want to get <laughs> off on a rant with that one the american national anthem is actually a british um fighting song it has Correct. zero things to do with with america or anything like that and it's funny how much america wants to distance themselves from britain or any you know mm-hmm. any of that part of american history and oh, yet, you mean like that giant fu that we did? Yeah, so it's, I find that interesting too. And all the, you know, like Colin Kaepernick gets blackballed for kneeling, you know, for the anthem, but yeah. yet it's not even really a song. Anyways, that was, that's all another conversation. Um, but anyway, yeah, to that then, point, like I, I see what he's talking about, though, because like I said, it's one of those things that you don't. It's somebody that isn't in Canada all that often, like a player there for this kind of thing. It, it, it's one of those things you're not expecting to suck you into the Canadian yeah. culture, but it totally does a hundred percent. So, and then otherwise, I mean, I thought, like you said, I felt like it was a rebirth for the venue. Um, it looked to me, um, and, you know, and it'd be interesting to, to find out from Mike Leslie <laughs> or anybody else who was there yeah. sort of what the vibe was. It seemed like it was really hype and then it got kind of low and then it got Whoa! exciting again. And then, um, I mean, home runs are awesome. Back-to-back home runs are even better. Um, yes. but it, it just seemed like, um, it seemed like the Jays were feeding off of that. I think that the, I, I think that they could have gotten down 10 in that first inning. And I still think they might've won. Um, the momentum train was there. Just kudos to <laughs> Toronto fans. Built back up. You know, I feel like they filled that place and I feel like I felt like there was energy. Um, you know, let's hope that game 78 uh, at one o'clock on a Wednesday, it, you know, it's at least they can get some bodies in the building. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I'm going to the Vancouver Canadians on Friday at beautiful Matt Bailey Stadium. Uh, yeah, there you go. I cannot wait to go. I'm so excited. Um, yep. I got to really reach out to my friend. I didn't realize that my friend Tyler Zickel is actually their announcer now. Yeah, <laughs> so he, he used is. to be the New Hampshire. He used to be the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, and that's where I met him. So. <laughs> If you're looking for something, Jason, drop a line with my name on it and see what happens. <laughs> so he's a good guy. He's really fun. I met him when he was doing like the, uh, basically the sumo wrestling race and whatnot at the, <laughs> uh, fish, uh, what is it? New Northeastern dental stadium is what they call the one awesome. in New Hampshire. <laughs> so, Cause why not? <laughs> why not? So, but to that point, he's a great guy. And super shout out to Tyler as far as the promotion, I guess. Because that, to that point, he went from a venue that clearly pulls enough people, but to something that's constantly sold out, like Nat, ba- Nat Bailey is <laughs> perfect, you know. Yeah, and his personality will carry away perfect. Watch my watch my Twitter. I'll try and the seats that I'm in are literally as close as I am to this right here. That's the on deck circle, and so nothing but conversation with these guys. 
and there's a lot of them that are super fun and and um i'll try and get some good funny pictures and stuff like that and throw there them up on i'm trying to 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 tweet more is that what it is <laughs> tweet, tweet. tweet more. um i guess we got a whole other conversation of things i have for you on that that front if you're gonna start <laughs> playing around with things we, that'll give me a better 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 soapbox to stand on there you go. <laughs> so anyways let's talk and wrap around the home opener as far as the content of the game to finish the game or our show off here is we got about 15 minutes before i knew you gotta run so anyways blue jays do dig the hole come back had the most home runs hit by the blue Jays in a home opener ever last night. Impressive as to say the least. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's not like, it's not like the pitching was poor. Um, they were hitting good pitches. Um, yes. they did it all game. Um, you know, Detroit's Detroit's pitching for the whole game was pretty good. Um, they've got a good young team, you know, they reminiscent of, uh, of the Orioles from two years ago, or even, you know, yeah. sniffing up against last year. Um, and as an aside, did you see the Orioles? What do they call it? The bomb bomb or the, the, bomb the, bomb? the Homer. Oh, oh, it's something hilarious. Is, this, is it the Mario thing? Like, the bomb? no, they're doing, they do a beer bong <laughs> when you hit a home run, but it's, oh, uh, it's Gatorade. So, and they call it something weird and it had a terrible name to start that you wouldn't want to say in front of your mother, but then well, it, why in hell would it ever shock me that a bunch of kids on a major league baseball team are having fun? I know. And, uh, <laughs> the, uh, did you see the angels one? The, um, the, oh, like the new the, samurai helmet. Thing? Yeah, the that samurai was helmet. Um, I'm also glad Otani <laughs> saved his performance from yesterday for yesterday and not when we were down there. Holy correct. Uh, Holy shnikes. <laughs> you know, like just the, uh, the home runs were awesome, it, it, but I, I felt like the Jays hit with confidence the entire game. And even yeah. like, like to your point earlier, like Vladdy missed two. And the second one that he missed, you could hear him scream. Like as soon as he hit it, he was like, yeah. And I like that. I like that. He's, he's, he's angry about knowing that, that he missed that pitch. Now you shouldn't do that twice in a game. If you've missed two pitches like that in a game, then you need to adjust. And Vladdy's a good yeah. enough hitter that he should adjust. Yesterday, he was trying to take one out. There's no doubt Correct. in my mind that every single time he went up there, he was trying to put one out. He wasn't trying to hit a single, no doubles, no triples, just out. Yep. And so hopefully today, you know, he can sort of cool his jets a little bit and try and put the ball in play like he was doing the 10 games prior. Um mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, you know, Kiermaier's catch, donkey. And then he almost has to make a second one. Uh, I mean, and and how to mention he called it. How about, he was uh, apparently goofing around with the team. How many, how many games do you think it takes me before I make a, a catch over that wall? It didn't even take him three, two innings. <laughs> and how about the, the second one that was hit out there deep? Did you see when he's going back like this? He's going back and he makes it like this, like he was going to have yeah. to go in again and then and just catches it. Uh, so <laughs> sure. um, but so, yeah, I mean, to that point, I think you saw my tweet that I made sure I uh, put you out from them on a major account last night that me and about all the Blue Jays fans that wanted to hate that Kevin Kiermaier was on this team was wrestling with ours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Got it goofing around. So I believe I used the, uh, is it because I basically had Chris Farley night because I made a stupid joke early in the evening really early in the ball game that I just did nothing but Chris Farley gifts for the yep. whole game. While yep. I live tweeted the game. <laughs> I was so. going to, after the first inning, I was going to put that one up of Will Ferrell when he's in the, uh, 
in the, in Ron Burgundy when he's in the phone booth when he's in a glass cage of emotion. That's a good one too. Um, but you're right. I so, got to step my game up on Twitter. Uh, we're we, yeah, we're gonna mean, goof around with that guy's stuff too because apparently I got good feedback on our poll. People like my go. stupid rants, so we'll, we'll, I'll put a poll up another time for a uh, pick a category out of these ones, and I'll just go nuts with uh, with a certain movie or character or person, whatever it might be. <laughs> See what kind of clever fun we can figure out. But to that point, it's good stuff. But to that, we had a great home opener. Awesome ballpark, buzz around the team, buzz around the venue, everything. Even Ross Atkins and uh, uh, Shapiro were completely head over heels. And they, these are guys that were planning and they couldn't imagine it. Shapiro was talking about during his interview during the game that he was like, he was impressed that when everybody showed up for batting practice, nobody cared about the regular everyday seats down the bowl. They were all out in the outfield on every level, just watching and getting their seats yeah. ready. So that, yeah. that's, that's a new environment. An awesome thing. I cannot wait till we get to host an all-star game again. I can, yeah, I would think it would be close. <laughs> I think those changes have probably made it now that if anybody from major league baseball watched any of that game last night they know now that that's a spot where, where you're gonna i mean you can get max people in there yeah. you're gonna have you know you probably have an extra two or three thousand what did they say it's 1800 or something they've added they said they got 14 42,000 people in the ballpark last night so wow. that's and i awesome. think they consider anything above a 41 is what they were saying it was supposed wow. to be under 42 so they sold a lot of general admission seats last night standing room only stuff yeah and I mean, I think so, that 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 it bodes positively for Toronto moving forwards for the next couple of years, for sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I really liked about last night is they did not take their foot off the throat. Not once, you know, like at no point were they not going up there trying to mash like, you know, Bo hits his home run and then um, uh, Kirky hits his, you know, they just kept going at it and I've seen in the past, especially the Jays have have had problems like, you know, taking teams too lightly as they get in deeper into games and sometimes giving up a three run shot, you know, like happened on the road trip. Um, and they're they're back at square one or they're up by one or they're down by two. And it's like, yeah. you know, guys, all you had to do was work hard for one more inning. And this thing was completely out of reach or at least yeah. so far out of reach that it wasn't you know, that it wasn't attainable anymore for the other team, but yeah. And, uh, and that's exactly it. It was really good. A plus. So did everything right. Yes. Yeah. And to that point, it looks like as we're watching the game live right now on my other screen here, it looks like everybody's having just as much fun as the blue Jays are at the plate and surprise. Vlad just took another walk. <laughs> so, um, and I just keep, like I said, you you had a good team, and now you're throwing this level of excitement and craziness on top of it with a new ballpark, and finally, especially after all the years of not being allowed to be in the ballpark, you have everybody back in the ballpark doing everything like this, and the fact that they have it, it, it just reeks of class and awesomeness for this, and is it was well overdue, and I'm glad that did it take a little long for this renovation to finally, you know get legs, give us an idea and all these things that we finally saw over the last year, year and a half here. Yes, but it happened and I couldn't be happier with what it's going. And mind you, I haven't been there <laughs> like most Blue Jays fans. And it's just everything I've been hearing from all of our friends and everything like that. It's just, is just stellar and yeah. perfect. Yeah. I can't so. wait. To, I'm, I'm really, really, really hoping I, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm hoping to be able to go 
in a number of months after we've done some damage all summer long. Um, you know, like I said, you're going to let me know and I'm going to make a special road trip to yeah. meet you and the family I in mean, person, not just this shit. If we, uh, if, on we, his horse. if we go to regionals and if we no. go to regionals and all that other stuff, you know, like, like uh, if we go to nationals, they're in Regina and um, that'll be a lot of fun. And, and so, you know, for me, it's, you know, the goal is to, is to hopefully take the whole family out there uh, later on in the summer or even, you know, into September. Um, yep. But yeah, I think I we'll buy those tickets year. now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I got a buddy now who has season tickets. So I, I know that you I go. can baffle two of them and then go switch them for four usually. So there you go. Good stuff. So anyways, before we wrap things up, I do want to talk a couple of quick things because not only the Blue Jays off to a hell of a start, but there is some really good Buffalo Bisons and minor league players off to insanely good starts. And one of those gentlemen was somebody the Blue Jays fans got a chance to see, but never really actually get a chance to hit. And Nathan Lucas, mind you, he's been down in Buffalo for only a few games, but he has been raking since he came back down to Buffalo, including a game when he hit the other night. Awesome stuff. Nate Pearson insanely talented right now looking yeah. perfect for a bullpen guy and then the reigning player of the week is a blue J- or buffalo bison that i think blue jays fans really need to start remembering i'm just going to be this person he's from rochester he's been playing here looking forward to seeing him in person this weekend ernie clements they won the late season or late spring training waiver claims that the blue jays made from the cubbies so he won the player of the week this past week in the minor leagues for the Bison. So I knew nothing about him, and I I took a look, and I mean, you know, what a great what a great steal! By the way, that's a great steal for for the Bison <laughs> and for the Jays. Um, you, you know, it's I find it interesting that you know Luke's was so close to making the team, and he no letdown, eh? Like he's just gonna yeah. go down there and he's gonna smash until somebody says, you know what, we're gonna give this kid a chance. You're gonna come up and you're gonna play. And um, so he did make the team, Jason. We just didn't yeah, get a chance to really see him play because he pinch ran a few times. He scored a run, so he's got his first major league scored run, but he never really got a, a play appearance in. Yeah. And the guy is crazy contact ball, uh, baseball driven at the plate. So it. I look forward to seeing what because he gets because he could be a guy that somehow factors in going on here and yeah. could easily be the Ramil Tapia guy from last year. I'm don't know what to think of the Jordan Luplo experiment. <laughs> we'll see. I get it. He's a major league ready guy, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. I'll see where it goes. It just seemed really weird to me that they did all that juggling around of everything. And then they had a chance to even send Luplo to the minor leagues. And all of a sudden he's a blue Jay and they moved everything around. It was, it was odd to me. I just thought Lucas made sense at that point, but what do I know? Yeah. Everything else seems to be perfectly written in gold and stone and everything at this point for yep. the blue Jays. So yep. I'm not going to argue with it. <laughs> everything yep. else is turned to gold. So Anyways, it's that time of the evening where we finish the show, sir, with the picks to click. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's really quick. I'm going to lay down some ground rules that you might not know that I was going to keep carrying on. And I wasn't expecting the us to be two people short, but seeing our guest ducked out for work reasons, the guest pick from last week carries over to this week, regardless of a win or a loss. So last week, Leslie Lowe, Leslie Lowe picked up. <laughs> 
Dalton Varshow. So that pick carries over. So he's off the board. And I'm just going to be this person seeing that our host Ken is not with us this evening. And I'm trying to send him some good juju to get in his uh, Vlad bobblehead. So I'm just going to pencil in Vlad for him tonight. <laughs> but I had Vlad last week, didn't I? Um, I did. You had you the did. week before. <laughs> so, um, no, you didn't. I take that back. Nobody picked them. I'm the only one that's picked Vlad so far. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk last week before we get you and I to put picks in for this follow this yeah, coming week yeah. and we'll preview the next se- the series here. Um, last week, like I said, it was Dalton Varshow for the guest spot. Kevin Kiermaier was Ken's pick. You had Whit Merrifield and then I had Vladdy. That sounds backwards. I feel like I picked Vladdy. Did I write this down wrong? I think I did. I think I had Merrifield, so I lose. <laughs> and honestly, I don't think I can get around Ken for the second week with KK. Yeah. Because I, uh, I feel like, I feel like he's, of, run, he's early, early season running away with it right now. Yeah, he's got two damn wins already. This isn't fair. And I just gave him Vlad, so I'm really sealing my fate yeah. in yours. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> ah, well, what do you do? So, anyways, you picked first, sir. And then, like I said, we're gonna really quickly dive through the week because the Blue Jays not only are our picks gonna be locked in here for the following week, we will be finishing the series against the Rays. We will or I mean finish the series against the Tigers, then we have the Rays coming to town, which like I said, up to tonight at the time of this recording at 727 Eastern Time on Wednesday evening, they have not lost the game yet this series this season. Then we have before our next show, we'll have two games at Houston. So that's Not what easy. we get to go through this week. Who who stands out in those series for you? Well, I mean, um, what, is his name Alvarez? Is that the the guy that just keeps just keeps clanging and banging for Houston? Oh, for the Houston, yep. Yeah, but like I said, he, this is a picks a click for the Blue Jays. So that's a oh a okay. Uh, so my, pick, <laughs> my pick for the Jays for the for the week coming. I'm gonna go with. Um, my son's doppelganger in Boba Shed. There it is. And hopefully for you, uh, Jason, Bo knows how to you know, solidify your pick to click. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Bo. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. So to that point, I've had two crummy picks the last two weeks. I think I'm just going to go with the reigning AL MV- or MVP of the week kind of person, and I'm going to go with Chatman <laughs> and see what happens. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Through those games the next week, though, we've seen the Houston Astros actually have a chink in the armor, it seems. They haven't been exactly the team that everybody thought they would be this early in the season, and maybe the World Series hangover is a thing. We've seen it happen with the Giants when they only won in even years. It is an odd year. Maybe the, this is the new even years thing. <laughs> Brendan Belt one knows that one just a little too well, probably, yeah. seeing he was a part of those teams. But what do you think as far as the, do you, do you think we are able to take the Rays to school this week and end this winning streak if they are finally, because to the point, the the Rays have had the easiest schedule in major league baseball to start the season, and yeah, which I is think, what many are pointing that to. I think that the Jays at least take one. Um, I, I feel yeah. like, um, I feel, and I feel like the Rays are going to lose one. They'll win another. And then they're going to have a tumble for a bit. They're going to, that, you know, they'll go like, like two and six or seven, something like that. Um, they can't continue the way that they're going. Um, the Jays are strong enough, you know, Kiermaier could be the kryptonite, you know, going back and, and, you know, just sort of messing with their mojo and knowing the team so well, he can talk about all kinds of little parts that help out. 
Um, and Steal I, their cheat sheet. Yeah, if that happens, um, you know, and, you know, going into Houston, Houston's a good team. They're always going to be a tough battle. Um, so I think that the Jays, I think they're going to come out of this, this, the next, what is it? Six games, three and three. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to be one game above 500 coming out of that, coming out of the, yeah. this. Um, I don't mean the record. I mean, the record for these six is going to be one above. Correct. So what we'll count tonight is do you think the blue Jays are taking these last two games against the tigers or do you, I think, so, yeah. okay. I think they're going to sweep them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with you on that, but I'm going to throw this end on it. I unfortunately think that the Astros are going to wake the shit up by the time we get back to Houston and the rays are going to finally run into a team that has their number with an offense that can actually hit their pitching. Yeah. So I think we take two, I think we take two out of three against them, which if you check your Blue Jays history, this play to play Cedar Ball is to win series. It's and then you be in zero playoff team. <laughs> so I do think that that's the Blue Jays' name of the game still. And to that point, I think that they finally are the ones that put a little bit of roadblock in the race. Because like I said, they've been playing the Tigers and uh, all these other teams like that that haven't that aren't gonna hit the ball all year. So, and they're not the like uprise pirates, <laughs> you know, things like that. So yeah. I do think that there's something going in. Are the Rays going to be a pain in the ass all season? Of course. Cause that's the oh, race yeah. baseball motto. But I do think that we find a way to put a roadblock on them. And then the Astros are the teams that will, unfortunately, I think we might, that might be our series loss right there. Yeah. So, all right, Jason, is there anything else you would like to talk out before we sign off? Not a thing. Dingling. <laughs> so anyways blue jays fans make sure you join us each week here on jaybird watching we are the official podcast of jaysjournal.com part of the fan side network of websites and podcasts so make sure you join us and have a good time here we are recording live every week wednesdays at seven o'clock eastern i know we snuck a little early this evening so we could get jason out on time to baseball practice and we're gonna go oh, there damn, good game. And, yeah there is <laughs> Big, big game, not practice. I'm sorry. So on that note, you can find us on YouTube. Please hit those subscribe buttons so we can continue to get you further content. And we we might have a few surprises coming in the near future for you. That might give you some more random Jaybird watching fun here. And we'll see what happens. Also, if you don't get the live shows, make sure you listen to us on wherever you can get your podcasting pleasures from, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, so on and so forth. So on that note, Blue Jays fans, I hope you have a great week, and we will see you next week. Blue Jays fans, ready to go? One, two, three. Woo! Let's go, Blue Jays. And just to say, I love having Caitlin Joseph in the actual spot. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Jaybird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at BirdWatchingGC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining us to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go Jays, go. Woo! Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.